is Nicole Whitney News for the Soul Life Changing Talk Radio. For- this is Nicole Whitney News for the Soul Life Changing Talk Radio from the uplifting to the unexplained. You are listening to the News for the Soul Radio Network. News for the Soul is now in its 25th year of broadcasting. Tune in live or visit the archives at newsforthesoul.com. That's newsforthesoul.com. Next on News for the Soul, transformational learning with Diane Hill. Diane is a member of the Bear Clan of the Mohawk Nation, situated at the Six Nations of the Grand River Territory in Ontario. Diane works as an integrative programs consultant and administrates the Real School Leadership Program and runs a private healing lodge and learning center focusing on fostering emergence. Her teachings integrate an indigenous worldview and with discoveries drawn from the quantum sciences, bridging the Western allopathic scientific perspective and the ancient indigenous multidimensional approach to wholeness. Please welcome back Diane Hill to News for the Soul. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm back again with Errol Lawrence, and I'm really happy to say that um, I attended one of Errol's workshops on March 30th at the Sugar Ridge Retreat. That was part of his uh, shameless self-promotion. And I took advantage of traveling up to the retreat in Midland and to participate in one of Errol's healing workshops. And that's the, basically the topic we're going to cover today. We're going to talk about um, healing and this whole notion of personal sovereignty that we've been exploring over the past few shows with Errol and with Brenda Thine, who And we're looking at healing and what's it mean to have the free will and the free choice and the power to decide and and create your future and we found out and we discovered that it takes a little bit of work well maybe not a little bit of work but maybe some a lot of work depending on where you're at and what what kinds of issues that you're having to deal with in your personal life and along your personal spiritual journey so i'm happy today to have errol back errol are you out there errol are you can you join us (laughs) yes i am can you hear me (laughs) Yes, I can. Thanks so much for joining us today. Oh, thanks for having me back. Exciting, Errol, to what we're our conversations, and we're getting a lot of um, local people, meaning First Nations people, um, listening into the podcast. And I and I know a lot of your clientele has have also um, tuned in, and they people are telling me that the conversations we're having are really important. And so I, wa- I wanted to continue, obviously, with you. And even more so, now that I went and I attended your uh, March 30th workshop at the Sugar Ridge Retreat, and then I had a private session with you afterwards the next day. So that, that I wanted to visit some of, um, some of that process that you did and to, and to hear you know, the, the topic of personal sovereignty, which is coming into your own power coming into your own sense of choice and free will and being conscious and aware about it uh, uh, and knowing that we get to work with the creation of our reality. I know that's kind of, um, sometimes people call it cliche, but there is 
um, a reality that we are creating all the time, and people aren't really aware of that. And so I was really appreciative of the workshop. I was glad I went. I was able to take a few friends along with me um, who signed up, and they were just blown away by these exercises that, that you led us through that day. So, Errol, I'm wondering if you could tell us about that, just kind of give us an overview of the day from your perspective, because these activities were very much created by you and then put in a sequence, and I really appreciated that sequence of exercises in order to help us to just realize how important it is to really get in touch with that part of us that is guiding us, that inner guidance that's directly connected to the creator, and, and we you called it the innate. But there were steps and processes by which we're able to make that internal connection, and then we received that guidance direct. Um, that was just, I thought that was brilliant, what you, what you put together. So can you give us an overview of, your, of that workshop that day? Well, I certainly can. And uh, once again, thank you for attending and for uh, bringing the others along with you and really, uh, you know, appreciate the, the effort that everybody uh, put in. Um, this, particular, uh, this particular process was a bit of an evolution. Uh, it, I never really started out to do these things. It just, uh, it began to become obvious that, you know, if we're going to offer something out into the public that maybe we should concentrate on things that are going to benefit the individual by uh, giving them a skill set that they can take with them through the rest of their lives. So <clears throat> the beginning part was really about uh, the first sort of hour and a half going through um, a lecture, basically giving you an explanation of what has uh, come up through all of these uh, 18,000 plus healings, where you begin to see some real common uh, threads running through everything. And so mm-hmm. I explained the idea of the, the spirit in communication with the body. And once we were uh, able to communicate that idea, I was able to uh, allow the people in attendance to ask uh, you know, the questions. And then from there, we took it uh, to the next step, which is uh, teaching the people to focus their energy because the power of the spirit is really about focus. Focus right. is uh, is the really the, the the powerful tool needed because without that focus, uh, how are you going to make something uh, occur that's really under your direct control at that moment? And so we went and uh, pointed out the energy centers of your body and uh, asked everybody to uh, you know close their eyes and focus to these areas and then breathe. Use deep, uh, quick breaths to open up the energy centers of the body, really, really igniting them to have um, a a really uh, lightness of being that will come out of things. Instead of carrying the density that may have been with you because, you know, you were thinking of certain things on the way in or, you know, you had to drive a long distance and, you know, your focus was there. So by placing the focus in breathing in each of the energy centers, we started at the top of the head, we moved to the third eye, the middle of the throat, the middle of the chest, down uh, around the solar plexus, uh, the belly button area, and then <clears throat> down to the bottom of the feet. So we had gone through uh, a round of that. And then the secondary round was to start once again. And back at the top, we were using uh, cycles of 10 breaths. But what we did at the second time around was really to stress that uh, in, in each uh, of the next cycle going through, 
we would tell ourselves in each of the areas that we were focusing, I love myself. The beauty of doing that is that that creates a certain energy signature within the body, and that signature really frees people of a lot of density. It will free them of sensations of fear, and it will really draw uh, their attention towards the body in a different way because it, it provides them access to a frequency that maybe they don't think they're deserving of. So when they're executing it through that breath work, uh, they really begin to get past the sensation that I'm not worthy and I, maybe I don't love myself. But, it, you know, as, as they hear the whole group doing this, they eventually uh, begin to synchronize. And I think that there's uh, a sensation in the group that, you know, we're, we're all capable of doing this. And if I just put my effort in, I'm going to achieve something out at the end. So then we right. went all the way through, and then we went back to uh, the heart center, and we did much more breathing there with the emphasis on I love myself, and then another round with uh, forgiveness of self. You know, I forgive myself for, you know, all of my history. I forgive myself for, you know, everything that has ever been said, said to me. And so what we ended up then at the end was to create the first level of contact. And so I, I told everybody uh, to the purpose here would be for you to develop uh, one of your ancient skills, and that would be telepathy. Well, how would you turn it yeah. on? would be to use pure thought. And so they would ask themselves, heart, can you communicate? they get an answer. And, uh, you know, we had to do it a few times so that the benefit was that all the people in the room were able to actually make that first level of connection. Yeah, yeah, but, and absolutely. Yeah, but, yeah, because, Errol, when you did that with telepathy, most people, think they don't connect the heart as as the the way in to make that self communication it's like it's it's you're listening but you're listening through the heart and and you get an answer every time and people were think of telepathy as something like you have to use your head and not your heart but what you helped us to do is you kept connecting us to the heart as the the way of listening which was which is not common i don't think a lot of people do that what was what was interesting was the fact that uh, it really only took two times for the entire group to catch this. Now, sometimes uh, yeah. with certain groups, of, you know, it, 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 we have to go through this many times. But everybody was in there by the second time, and everybody had this beautiful communication. From that uh, piece, we were then able to <clears throat> access other parts of ourselves. So where we uh, where we went to was also to make a connection to the system uh, called innate, and this is the, uh, you know, I refer to it in the books as your uh, innate smart body or your smart body, but it, it, it's essentially the same thing. And, and one thing we need to know about this particular system is that this system is not only responsible for all things health, it actually right. is responsible for our entire spiritual growth and development. So it, it's the thing that pushed the P particular session. So they right. would think, no. well, maybe my heart did that. Right. And, but innate, innate, which is different from the heart, but there's a connection from the heart to innate. Is that right? Yes, indeed. So we use the heart as the master control switch. And from that master control switch, we were able to uh, build a bridge over 
to innate. And now we can ask that question, innate, can you communicate with me? There's no voice involved. Again, it's telepathic. Answer comes back through the heart. Yes, I'm here. Yes. I'm here to serve you. Yeah, and so this is really is an important. important. Yeah, that is very important. And is there another names for innate, Errol? Because I was having chats with my friends later, and one of the things we were talking about, in, in my understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think innate can, cannot might be likened to the uh, higher self or the soul self or the um, higher mind, is, is there a, do you find that that, do you, can innate have those other names? I, I think innate exists uh, separate of those pieces because there, there is some characteristic differences. So in, in the beginning when I, I started uh, doing this work, I noticed that there was this other thing that was happening in the background. So I'd be having a conversation with, with what would be sort of the higher self and it was almost as though there were a different tone from this thing called innate. And so that, that it, seemed, it, it seemed to exist all, separate from those things, and yet it was a part of all of it simultaneously. So okay. it's a different system. And the, a the, different the best system. way I can describe this system is that it is a system that would be based upon the idea of what does it mean to be quantum what does it mean to be based upon the ether so it it had this supra intelligence about it and it was almost like an emissary for the higher spirit so the understanding that came through one time was that 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 the spirit uh, speaking through another person that we were having a a session it had explained that people would be going through uh, a, a period of darkness on earth, the spirit might become completely disconnected and have uh, very little contact with, uh, with us on the ground. And okay. so it put in place a separate intelligence that would uh, be responsible for all things health, and then it would also be responsible for our spiritual growth and development. So what it would do is prompt us and to seek things, to ask the questions. It would uh, prompt us to, uh, you know, wonder if there was a source for this material, and then that material would suddenly materialize, uh, you know, whether a book falls off the shelf or somebody stops and says something completely random on the street, but it wasn't random. So this, this was the workings of a separate system called innate, that is, it's, it's absolutely incredible when people start to tune into it because its capabilities are not even fully understood. All of these sessions later, I still am just scratching the surface of what are the capabilities of this system that, that has okay. been uh, put, put in place for our benefit. And one of the things that it was saying that uh, this system would be able to always keep itself connected to the bigger spirit, even if we did go through that period where we would be completely cut off from the spirit's energy because of the place that we were within the universe and we would be subjected, let's say, to a lot of darkness. Right. So, so innate is the bigger, was, was there. So is the bigger spirit that innate is connected to, is that the creator, what most people would refer to as the creator energy? Well, I would say it would be your uh, higher spiritual 
sense of self. In other words, the highest, highest aspect of yourself in creation outside of the next step, which, be, which would be to go back to the creator itself. So, so there is this creator oh, okay. being. But it also created other, uh, you know, other elements, and these other elements are what we refer to as our bigger spirit. And that other element acts as, uh, you know, a higher intelligence that really doesn't leave the realm or travel very far from the realm of the creator itself. And what that's doing is running our experiences, all lifetimes, that of the ancestors, past, present, and future, all doing this simultaneously. So, And, and that's when the innate. This, that's that's what you're calling no, the no, innate, that, what you that, just that, described? No, that, that, well, no. What I was describing here was the bigger spirit. Now, okay. as far as the finer details go, innate was entrusted to be able to handle almost as though it were the higher self, effects of what would be taking place here on the ground while there was this long period of separation. Now, I understood that the separation period was more than 10,000 years. They never gave me an exact date. They just said, it's a long time. From your perspective, oh, wow. you can't remember. Mm-hmm. So the innate was created. And, and so innate would help the individual to make that journey or that leap to a connection back to spirit when more light began to emerge on the planet as it is doing Exactly right now. So it is a separate operating system you've discovered. Fascinating. It is. It is very fascinating because it has capabilities. Now, its capabilities would be not only to operate 50 trillion cells in a human body, but it would also uh, have the ability to read the ether, its information and all the various layers that, uh, you know, the types of information that you're searching for. Innate is tapped into all of this and it acts to also relay information back to the bigger spirit. Because during this period where we would be cut off, how was the spirit supposed to know what was the state of our evolution? Innate. Because innate was outside of the disconnection. It was connected into the ether, being able to then generate uh, impulses and understandings back to the bigger spirit and should the spirit and you don't choose to relay that back to the creator, it would do that on, you know, whatever the arrangements were. So this system was designed with, uh, you know, to operate quietly in the background and to give mm-hmm. you access to information to, let's say, the heart wasn't able to provide because, let's say, there was a lot of trauma, the person closed the heart down. So right. let's say the heart stopped participating at that level, then all of a sudden you would be generating questions about why does this happen or, or, you know, could I imagine this to appear and then it appears? Suddenly, where is this coming from? Well, there's another system that is innate. And it is performing this function as a loving, caring extension of a creation from that bigger spirit that knew that Earth would be traveling through a dark uh, place in the universe and connection and communication to us on the ground would literally be lost. So it needed to uh, find a mechanism that wouldn't be hijacked by darkness. Well, this is innate. Innate is clever. It is the master of information. 
It has capabilities, and it has the ability to, to prompt us to seek the things that would give us the higher spiritual evolution. So when we arrive at a time period like this, you would suddenly wake up and start to ask really critical questions that would say, where, you know, who am I? Why am I here? What is this journey? Begin that process of, of the healing of this, uh, you know, everything that occurred during this darkness that we had been traveling through. So innate played a very critical role in doing things with me, but not really announcing its presence. And so through that interaction, you know, it's almost as though books would, would arrive. It's almost as though videos would just show up based upon questions that I was generating. So what I wanted in this course was to get people to be introduced to this part of themselves so that they would be able to understand that, yes, you're not here alone, that your spirit knew that during a very dark period in, in our history here on earth, that it had uh, given some tools that would be able to act as though it were the spirit. And it would be able to uh, help people to, you know, find better health. It would be able to promote things like if a person wanted it bad enough, they literally could trigger spontaneous remission of a disease. Well, what is that? That's innate. Okay, so it's literally for Native people, and speaking from a Native cultural perspective, Native people might call innate the ultimate spirit guide or the optimal I, I would think that that's a fantastic way to think about it because it never wants to violate your free will and choices. And what it, but what it will do is try to create scenarios with you to promote your development. Even during those time periods of darkness, there were times when you know human art flourished upon this planet in seemingly you know barbarian times. That's innate. It was helping the human being to find the, you know, expressions of themselves. So the greatest thing that I could do is to get people first to make that, that all-important connection to the heart, throw the master switch. And then what we did then was not only build a bridge to innate, we actually built some bridges in the body, one uh, being from the heart center up to the brain. And then we created a secondary one that went down to a lesser known but well understood by a lot of people, a brain that exists in your gut. And so mm-hmm. one bridge, two bridge, and then we started wrapping in uh, systems, systems of body, where in bridge number one, we started wrapping in the, um, the sympathetic system. Then in bridge mm-hmm. two, we wrapped in a, a secondary system of the body called the parasympathetic system. Innate has direct communication with these pieces. So when we were calling for these things to be synchronized, we went to do this, but is the heart ultimately doing this? Mm, I would say that that's probably more along the lines of innate for the, for the purposes of us being there and me wanting to promote uh, communication with the heart. I would say, okay, why don't you tell the heart now to synchronize these things? They didn't need to know at that moment that another system was actually creating synchronization. Okay. So these are the types oh, okay. of things that we were, we were doing to get this, uh, really get the ball rolling. Then uh, we, we went into bringing another piece online, which was uh, getting people to make communication to the mind. 
Now, this is where having a system running in the background is absolutely ideal because what it would do is be able to work with you and work with whatever you're calling forward so that, it's, so that piece is working at its optimal level. So all of a sudden, another bridge was built. Hard, can you please bring the mind forward? And so then everybody in the room was able to ask the mind two-way communication, so ask a question, mind, can you communicate with me? They get that answer back. And so what we were able to do once the mind was online was we looked at uh, things that were happening in the background, not really fully understood, but they were having a biological effect as well as a mental and emotional effect, but not really well understood. So I introduced everybody in the room to the uh, understanding of the triangles that we had mentioned in uh, our previous discussion. So we looked at the bigger triangle, which uh, was more on uh, our spiritual sort of soul self uh, part, which dealt with issues of trust, issues of abandonment, issues of betrayal. Through the mind, we asked that the people give the instructions, all telepathic, consolidate the conscious and unconscious parts of this triangle, bring each piece forward, resolve it by breathing love into it, cutting those cords, and uh, burning all contracts, agreements, fine print. Then we asked the mind to collapse the triangle, release the trapped spiritual energy. Then we went down and dealt with the small one on this level, which was the victim, the perpetrator, the fixer, allowing the people to bring each piece forward, resolve it by breathing their love into it, cutting those cords and burning those contracts, asking the mind to collapse and then release the energy. All of this was then, able to happen because you had innate working in the background to make everything okay. as smooth as possible. So so you didn't need, it's not required to collapse the triangles first before you actually connect to innate. Innate's always working there on your behalf in the background. Absolutely. And it's monitoring so many pieces of data. I mean, when I said that, that uh, the best description that uh, Baird could give was that it, it quantum computer is tapped into the ether. It has capabilities that are outside of time and outside of uh, place. It has capabilities to run trillions of pieces of data simultaneously and yet give us the simplest of answers to a question. So, so wouldn't, wouldn't people, like learning these concepts, wouldn't they just say, oh, you're talking directly to the creator? Would they not make, the, would they not make that jump? And would that not be a, a fair jump? Or is it still separate? separate but the same because it, it's monitoring, let's say, the waves of everything, of all of creation, let's say. And okay. the truth of it is the leap to the creator could be made by asking for a bridge to be built directly to the, to the creator. However, they'll go through an eight because you would get the same response. A bridge would be built, and all of a sudden, <coughs> sorry, you as the individual – would be able to open a direct dialogue with what is the creator. And it has been done in thousands upon thousands of sessions where we could not find an answer to a problem. So 
if the person was having any sort of difficulties because the heart was still closed, I would just say, make this bridge to innate innate. Could you uh, build us a bridge directly to the creator where we can ask, you know, very complex questions? And the answers always came back that were just profound, very simple, and people were able to act upon it. And that energy would be transmitted uh, through them. So I wanted to give the people in in uh, in attendance the same type of, let's say, experience where they would have introduction to innate, but they would also now be able to work through the mind. And from the mind, we were able to go through a list of other things to clear, which was, you know, know, things that were uh, interfering with us, such as, you know, things that are spying on us, watching us, uh, different forms of uh, darkness. We also went, and this is where you can understand the innate uh, quantum side of things, where we asked the mind to really look into all parts of itself, higher mind, lower mind, conscious and unconscious, to bring forward every character that I ever created in every lifetime, past, present, and future, the characters that are invested in pain, suffering, the ones that cross their arms and never want to participate, the ones that blame and shame and guilt and judge and you know display jealousy and envy, all of those things. So then all of that sort of data is collected, it was brought to the surface, and people had their various experience of what that looks like. From there, we're able to yes. breathe the love into it and send these pieces basically back to the to bigger spirit to be healed. So now the people are, what are they doing? They're actually changing the character characteristics and traits. Many of these characters uh, got created as a result of various traumas. They were created as a, a, a response to certain fears, to misunderstanding. They were, you know, uh, thinking that you weren't good enough or wouldn't have enough. So these characters were then uh, allowed to be retired, so to speak, from everybody. And then we were able to uh, continue down through this process and teach people that they can actually access things like memories. So you can access a memory, you can have a look at it, you can resolve it, and all things being resolved with their love. Now, take a look at the aspect of the connection to your ancestors, because we did a big piece there. That connection to the ancestors is so much data and information. If you look at the ancestors, you're talking about every ancestor connected to every one of your lifetimes, past, present, and future. So what are you talking about? You're talking about ancestors who speak every conceivable language. They're located on every continent and territory. And we were able to communicate directly with them, provide a healing for them. And if you try to think about, like, how would you do that simultaneously? Quantum is the only answer. Yeah, because the ancestors have ancestors. And their ancestors right. have ancestors. So it's like That's it's right. like growing exponentially in multiple fields. But what I like what you're describing is that basically if you're looking, say, on the quantum level, you're clearing out interference patterns on multiple levels. Indeed, and you're clearing it from every time zone. Thing is right now. That means if you are playing host to 800 or let's say 1,000 lifetimes, most in the past, 
the present right now, this moment, and then a bunch of lifetimes in the future. That would be a thousand different sets of ancestor lines who would be experiencing themselves in every time zone that they are having their own set of experiences. So when we are doing this, we're really clearing everything out from every timeline, time zone of existence so that when information is rolling to us in this moment of now, it's pretty clean. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have all the trauma, drama, fear, pain, suffering. It allows you to make uh, clear decisions. It allows you to look at things through a clearer lens. And it doesn't bring forward a lot of the patterns from the past, patterns of addiction, patterns of suffering, patterns of not being good enough or lacking in worthiness, patterns for every conceivable thing. So if we can resolve these by allowing the ancestors to see themselves from the of themselves past, present, and future, we are cleaning up the information that arrives at us in this now moment of time that we then broadcast to the body. Well, we don't just broadcast. We're actually receiving those messages time. That's one thing about working with with clients, as you know, is they're constantly hearing the I'm not good enough messages and what you've done by clearing all of these multiple layers and clearing out all these negative, uh, I just call them interference patterns, then what you're you're receiving is going to be a clear a clear slate like you've cleared out interference patterns so you don't hear them as thoughts necessarily which is what most people are grappling with in their lives they're going to they're going to now have kind of a, a a silence if you will like a peaceful kind of directness where now you can ask the questions to innate and and innate's kind of the system that can give you run the answers from the creator being or anywhere you it, it anywhere it can yeah in between exactly that's see that's a concept that like that's a brilliant example like, like it's it's like wow because can the creator affect physio, physiological change here at this level you're saying well it could because it's running the the power through the innate which that which can it, which exists at a level, even though it's in the ethers, it still has direct contact with the physicality of who we are. Did I get it? Indeed, you did. Oh. And it's that bridge. So it's it's the spiritual bridge to the physicality of, of everything. And teaching people to tune into this mm-hmm. is giving access to things where you can remove the intermediary aspects of things, where you get rid of agency, some institution has to stand between you and the creator line to it. You speak that, yeah. through without, without physical words. You're broadcasting uh, you know, this telepathy through the heart connecting uh, to that position of innate. If you need to have a one-on-one with your spirit, you now have the capabilities to be able to have a, a wonderful conversation because the spirit is going to be moving some of that information back to you and may need to synthesize the information in a way that would be, you know, be able to reach you in the highest possible way 
by understanding that innate can synthesize that wave of information that the spirit is giving you so that it can help you understand your experience of that trauma, of that drama, of that pain. So we have extraordinary help if we will just tune in and allow for it to be there and allow for this communication to take place and understand you will evolve very quickly by understanding that this is actually present with all of us. So the master healers of the past uh, who were doing things where uh, something looked uh, seemingly impossible and yet that healer pulled something off, was it the mm-hmm. healer or what are, we, are we talking about in nature? Yeah, yes. that's right. There was an energy presence that was, that was uh, a, a, like, we healers are just the conduits. It's not, healers aren't doing the healing. They're, they're just running the frequencies. They're running the energy that's, that's, that's needed to help an individual shift some kind of energy that appears in the form of sickness or negative thoughts or heavy emotions. And that that's kind of how, how I see it now. So when we were working with innate, we were able to do things because the what I never explained to the people was the logic that was behind it. Exactly, so when, yeah. you, when you were looking at the period that we just came through with all the uh, the COVID that was going on and, and, you know, the propaganda and the media mm-hmm. and, and all the things that were bombarding everybody. One of the yeah. things that, that people have been lured into in all of this is that the focus that, that we're being told was that you had to focus on this television or focus on this social media or focus on this government. But what the mm-hmm. people need to really understand is that they're just they're, – they're, this is a clown show, and you have been tuning into that but not recognizing why, did you, why do you have that voice talking to you in your head? Where is this information of a negative nature coming from? Well, you have to look above them. Take your focus off that. Take your focus off government. Take your focus off social media. Take your focus off the television. What is above it is where everything begins to take its shape. Well, they are because above government, you have your corporations. Above those corporations, you have uh, the banking. Above that, though, you start to get into why is the negativity happening? Well, there there are, like, say, covens, and then above them, the masters of those covens, and above that, there's family systems, and above that, there are going to be considered the parental aspect. So what are we talking about in that whole upper layer? We're talking about black magic, spells, rituals, uh, you know, secret handshakes, all this nonsense that has been going on. So what the people have been doing is putting their focus on the lower realms, not realizing that you are subjected on a daily basis to black magic spells and rituals and all manner of different magic being performed uh, spells on land, spells on buildings, spells on people. And what do, you, what do you get out of that? You get the attraction aspect of all different kinds of beings that then start to talk into your ear. They start to connect to the trauma of the ancestors, and they begin to utilize that energy. How? They needed to find a way for human beings to be able to lower their frequency. Why? 
everything is about matching frequency. So they needed to lower human uh, frequency so that you would be a match to the black magic. You would be uh, a match to the rituals and the spells that were placed on everything, especially things like the, the, the black magic spells and rituals placed upon your money. This is the number one yeah. most important piece in your life, and, and yet you don't see all the talismans and stuff on the back of your money. Take a look at this stuff. This is not <laughs> natural, folks. So and that's the course, darkness. All of those, yeah, all of that level you're describing is what people generally call the darkness. Yes, and yet that darkness, they can't create here. This is where the yeah. power comes back to the people. So the point of the class was to teach everybody, hey, get rid of these triangles. Get rid of all these ones talking into your ears. Get rid of all the connections to your mind and your emotional body and your feelings. Speed up everything. Clear your ancestors. Why? Because then you're going to see who's behind the curtain parading everything on earth and has been parading everything on earth for thousands of years. So the whole idea was to fight magic with magic by giving people back the truth of where you are. You are a magical Mm -hmm. being in a place being subjected to black magic, for lack of a better way of describing it. So by going through these uh, day-long sessions, you're speeding everything up so you're getting out of the range so that they don't have access to uh, making you believe that you're not good enough, won't have enough, and won't be enough. See, the whole thing about darkness is this. This is not their place in the universe so their energy spins counterclockwise. So we needed to stop that. Bring these, your energy to a pause and then begin to speed it up through the resolution and most of it based upon the idea of I love myself, bringing everything into a state of it is resolved. So what are we doing now? We're giving mm-hmm. people half a chance to be able to understand that your enemy is not, the, is not your government. It is not your television and your social media. It's above that, folks. That's who has been interfering in your life all along. And here's the thing. They themselves need to understand this. They have no power. The only thing that they have is the power of persuasion over you. You have to be able to think it. I am not good enough. So therefore, I won't have enough and I won't be enough. And that is the source of their power. So when you understand the magic that they're performing, I simply gave you the opportunity to undo the magic so that you can think clearly, feel what it's like to have love of oneself and to clear your emotional body so you're not reacting to things, to keep the ancestors in a state of calm and balance so you understand what your ancestors truly are. They are the library for each of us to give to us the skills in every area imaginable because all you had to do was ask that they can download from their lifetimes that they are enjoying right now all the knowledge that you need as an individual. So if something breaks in your house and you can't figure it out, pause, connect to the heart, ask for your ancestors to deliver, download the information to you. Has anybody ever dealt with plumbing before? And suddenly the answers arise and your ability to solve that problem is there. 
the evolution of humanity is going to be found from within, but you need to throw off the darkness and you need to understand the only power and control is that they make you believe. Yes, and clear, clear, yeah, and we're we're going to clear those interference patterns. Absolutely. Can I say that? And absolutely, and once you clear those uh, interference patterns, your ability to think clearly goes to the next place, which is how we ended the day. Manifestation. Mm-hmm. How do you take energy and turn it into an object or an experience? Well, you do that through the heart. Yeah. And you put your focus there. You can bring in the image from the third eye and bring the strong feelings up from your solar plexus because people, folks, here is the thing to understand. All matter is created in the feeling realms, what it sounds like. I'm sitting on a chair. This chair never gets created until the person who designed it and, and had it manufactured felt like inventing it. Get it? Matter uh-huh. forms in the feeling realm. The importance of all of this cannot be understated. So the reason for the trauma of your ancestors and the reason for the trauma of you is to make sure that your feelings are shut down, your heart is shut down, and that you can't operate here in this environment. So what do they do? Hey, there's the problem. I have a solution. I will tell you what to think of yourself. I will tell you how to behave. I will tell you where you're going to work. I will tell you everything about your reality, which is really the creation of their sick reality. What this class does is teach you to see outside of it and so that at the end of the day, you have a clarity of mind that gives you possibilities for the first time. And it introduces you to the understanding that if you are looking at something and it's giving you a strange feeling or making you fearful, that you then understand that that is the creation of darkness in persuasion over either your thoughts, your feelings, or your emotional body. That's what it is. This is and what that, the day was really about. Right. And that's what I think blew away so many of my colleagues, because um, and myself included, because even though you didn't give this, this background, and this, I thank you for this conversation because that's an excellent overview you just gave of what went on in that day-long workshop. And we did it through experiencing and having you lead us through the exercises. And as simple as breathing and as simple as where, where are you placing your focus, we were able to clear those interference patterns and then focus ourselves on whatever questions or things that we needed to, to, to ask the innate, the system of innate to help us resolve. And, and, and the possibility, like that connection, I think was probably the strongest um, outcome, let's say, of the workshop was that you knew that there was some other system call it, that was called innate that you could connect to that would help you to live your life here and help you solve problems and help you you know, um, bring you, like you said, the book or the video or the person who shows up at your door, which we think are coincidences, but there's, but they're actually synchronous um, information that has been synchronized because we've asked the question. And that was beautiful because you said, ask the questions, keep asking the questions. 
Right, and and you know the purpose behind it was to try to get people to re- reframe their reference for everything by starting this process the same way I did, which was to constantly ask the questions. Now it became where where this thing all began to roll out was one day in my youth I was uh, staring outside of the window and and I really what I was doing was meditating. I didn't even have any background for it. <laughs> And my mother came over to the side and she said, what are you doing? And I said to her, I'm searching for answers to questions that haven't been asked. Yes. And that is the thing that started everything. Because based upon me saying that, things began to arrive. So it's, it's really about people asking questions because in the asking of the questions, you'll suddenly start to realize it's not the government that runs your life. They're, they're, they're clowns. They're minions. They're taking orders. They don't even understand where their orders are coming from. It's coming from behind the veil. And for those that are in physical form, they, they encompass so much darkness, they can't create anything here. <laughs>